Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Super Street Today. I'm very excited to welcome you to this episode because it has been in the works for quite a long time. I'll be your host today. Uh, my name is Nikto. Uh, we unfortunately couldn't have any other co-hosts or guests on today's episode due to a bit of a scheduling issue, but uh, I assure you that it'll all be resolved in next week's episode. So let's get into it. Today's topic is the double standards that exist in and around the LGBTQ plus communities response to the super straight movement. Well, I do uh, make it a point to state that not all of the LGBT community disagree with the movement. Not all of them uh, feel that it is transphobic, but today we'll be focusing on the double standards of the ones who do feel that it is transphobic and uh, taking a deeper look into why they feel this way. So without further ado, let's get into it. So to get into the topic of double trouble, I'd like to bring into light a sexuality that's sort of juxtaposed between super straight and this certain sexuality. So as to sort of also bring into play the double standards that exist in the interpretation of both sexualities by the LGBTQ plus community. Now, I'm sure a lot of you, if not all of you, have heard of pansexuality. Uh, while there are, you know, tons of jokes associated with pancakes, you know, pans, things like that. Mm, the meaning, or at least what is defined by um, the Rolling Stone, pansexuality is sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction towards people regardless of their sex or gender identity. Pansexual people may refer to themselves as gender-blind, asserting that gender and sex are not determining factors in their romantic or sexual attraction to others. Um, okay. So now that you have the meaning of that, let's take a look into the meaning of what super straight is. If you yourself identify as a super straight person, I'm sure, of course, you know what it means. If you are listening to this podcast, harboring, um, you know, not so like-minded thoughts or open-minded thoughts towards the super straight movement, I'd love to, you know, give you what I believe is our official definition of the super straight sexuality. Super straight is a sexuality wherein the person uh, in topic is attracted to a person of the opposite gender, provided that they are not a transgender person and that they were born with uh, their current set of genitals and reproductive organs. Uh, Put simply, it means a cisgendered person wants to be with romantically or sexually with another cisgendered person of the opposite gender. Um, now, what um, I see as people, or what I think people see as transphobic um, about this is the simple refusal or unwanting of dating a trans person. And it's also the same community that has time and time again fought for the right for everyone to be able to love who they want to love. But uh, God forbid that a straight person wants to love another straight person of the opposite gender. Now, as I said earlier, I want to bring in the 
double standards here. Now, another argument uh, towards the super straight movement is that the super straight is just being straight with a preference. One could also argue that pansexuality is just being bisexual with a preference towards a specific um, personality or a specific, um, you know, IQ or intelligence. But see, the key difference between these two is um, the so-called quote-unquote preference in the um, super straight movement um, is an actual physical biological difference or preference. Um, there's a biological difference between a woman who was born a woman and a man who transitioned into a woman or a man who was born a man and a man or a woman who transitioned into a man. Uh, no one can deny this. Uh, there's such a thing as a biological woman and a biological man, a transgender woman, and a transgendered man. But uh, in regards to the pansexuality light, everyone is human, you know? Everyone, you know, has personalities and things, but you're attracted to a certain type. And that's, you know, sort of just bisexuality with um, a type. That's the real preference here, if we're being honest, not super straight because you know there's an actual biological preference there and you know you can argue against it i would actually welcome that argument um i forgot to mention earlier if you do have any uh arguments or you know grievances that you hold against with anything that i'm seeing in this current episode um you can dm us on instagram and we'd love to have you on the show so we can talk it out uh see your side of things um you know sort of talk to get a higher and you know widened perspective of you know the whole situation and how we should move forward with this because i feel it's important that we have a little view from both sides so as to understand how both of us are feeling in regard to this movement and you know to kind of see where to go from there now to delve back into the subject of double standards i'd like to read to you from a post by an Instagram account, uh, I won't reveal the name because they are anti-super straight and I don't want to be the sender of hate to this specific person or persons. Um, the post reads, it costs cisgendered people nothing to acknowledge another person's gender identity. Literally nothing. It doesn't lessen your rights in any way. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't even lessen your own identity as a man or a woman. It costs you zero dollars to be nice. Now, um, if you're watching this podcast, you're the owner of this account and you made this post, um, I, of course, mean in no way, shape, or form to single you out or to, like, sort of expose your quote-unquote hypocrisy in this statement. Uh, that, that is definitely not the intent of uh, me reading from this post. But um, from what I garner here, it's she, she or they are essentially saying... Just don't be a dick, dude. You know, just like relax. It's it's not um gonna affect you who another person dates or you know it costs you absolutely nothing to just you know leave them alone, be nice, be chill. Now, if you flip that on its side and put it towards or read or read it as it costs the LGBTQ people nothing to acknowledge a super straight person gender identity literally nothing it doesn't lessen your rights in any way it doesn't hurt you it doesn't even lessen your own identity as a man or woman or any member of the lgbtq plus it costs you zero dollars to be nice 
if you read it this way and found no problem with it, just as I did, uh, you can kind of be, you know, surprised as to how someone can make the post, yeah, nice, super straight, but then, you know, not take it, um, sort of literally to their own selves, apply it to yourself, you know? And, um, a lot of people ask me why, uh, I follow and I super straight accounts. Um, the reason I do this is because, um, I'm sure some of you recall when gay people first started, you know, getting, uh, publicity, not, I don't want to put it as publicity because that sounds kind of tacky. It kind of downplays it, but, um, the gay movement was starting to gain traction. A lot of people were against it. A lot of people, like, openly and publicly voiced their disagreement with the movement. There was a lot of anti-gay, anti-lesbian, anti, you know, homophobic stuff out there. And then we now the social scene has progressed to a point where, um, you know, we can't do that anymore. I mean, it's not acceptable. It's not right to be homophobic it's you know you have to accept people for who they are let them love who they want to love now the way this ties in with the reason i follow these anti-secret straight accounts is because you know with any loose sexuality at all there will of course be some backlash from you know the sexuality is already in place you know people are resistant to change that is a fact it's, you know, kind of ingrained in our DNA. We, can, we don't always want to change. We don't always want to accept change. Um, now, I also follow these accounts to get a deeper in insight. Sorry for, you know, I'm kind of trying to get these words out there. I'll jump out here. But I gain these accounts to get an insight on why they think this way, why they feel this way about the super straight movement. I try to look at it with an open mind. No bias, as I identify as a super straight person. I try to read their posts and actually look at it um, without any objectivity. I try to just examine it and take myself out of a super straight person's shoes. And, you know, kind of just be like a middle person just looking at it. You know, what do I think of this? Do I agree with this? Do I disagree with this? Does it, you know, change my view on being a super straight person? That's why I follow these accounts because, you know, I feel like they to be heard and i feel like i can i can benefit from listening to what they have to say it can help me grow as a person or as a super straight oh man um now with that said i like to bring to you a story um i originally followed this super straight account um i believe it was on march 25th or 24th um, you know, they, uh, they took notice of this, but like, why is a super straight account following anti-super straight, um, Instagram, and they made a post about it. Um, I, of course, you know, just said, uh, I said in the comments, I could, I said, well, I personally wanted to gain more insight on your opinion and broadcast a civilized conversation between a super boob and an anti-super straight person. Um, I won't read to you all of the, um, comments or replies to my specific comment, but, um, 
one particular or a couple of particular comments I want to read to you is this one by an Instagram account. Um, they said, and I quote, still don't use why you bother so much as to follow. I suppose is for attention. Um, again, I clearly made my intentions, you know, public. I, I didn't have anything to hide. I didn't really, I don't expect, I don't see how anyone would expect to get attention from a super straight or anti-super straight account as a super straight person or any positive attention for that matter. Let me correct myself. Another, um, where is this comment? I'm just scrolling through as we speak right now. The first comment on that post actually said, and they quote, and I quote, sorry, the weird on God. So I replied alone because it was, you know, kind of funny to me. Person replied to me, kiss my black ass uh, with the middle finger emoji. I, again, I replied, lol, kind of sus, but okay. But I won't read from there because they said kind of sus, but okay. Uh, I'll go to the... Um part that I specifically want to read to you from said being a super straight and following an anti-super straight account your logic is superb I um of course I applied but you know sort of the same reason that I posted earlier that I followed the account you know open mind criticism just because super straight you know um uh where is this specific comment okay so the person said, I low-key thought y'all was a joke or just trolling, but the fact that people actually identify with this shit is hilarious. I said, that's cool. You're, of course, entitled to your own opinion. The person pushed you to reply, and you're entitled to kiss my black ass. This uh, specific reply doesn't really bother me because, you know, this person is obviously just being close-minded. But uh, the reply that most bothers me is this reply that, you know, I didn't really do anything to deserve this hate. Um, this person, I don't think it was this particular post, but I followed a super straight account, and they stated, um, you know, some hateful things. They called me some hurtful names. Um, I, of course, proceeded to reply in a calm matter, but um, towards the end of the altercation, I just, you know, told them, have a nice day. I don't really feel like continuing this argument anymore. And, you know, the person, seeing that I replied with such a calm attitude, decided just proceeded to um, delete the comment. And there's actually no evidence of the comment being there in the first place. But um, for any of you listening to this podcast that have an open mind and would love to check out this Instagram account, uh, their account is um, anti-SS underscore movement on Instagram. Um, of course, I don't send you there to hit on them or to, you know, sort of send them any negativity i just you know hope that we all as a collective community of super straights can appreciate the fact that we are open-minded enough to listen to what someone against our movement has to say my apologies i kind of rambled off a little there but um delve back into the double standards topic of the episode um you know the main double standard here is you think a community that has faced so much oppression and so much negativity and so much unbridled hate and some of the same backlash that we're receiving right now would be 
you know, sort of sympathetic to our situation, you know, homosexuality. But um, surprisingly, they're the ones dishing out that same hate. Not all of them, of course. Again, I love to state that not all of them. There are some um, LGBTQ people out there that are amazing that support the movement. But um, for the most part, there are some that are against it heavily and, uh, you know, feel terribly about the movement. Um, Again, as I was, as I was saying, people that have fought so hard for people to be allowed to love who they want to love, some, for some reason, see fit to um, deny us the right to love who we want to love and, you know, put, you know, put it out there that we don't want to love specific people because we don't find them attractive. And uh, if loving who you want to love makes you a certain kind of phobic, uh, then I don't know what to say at this point because, again, this argument has been made a lot of times, but, um, sorry, a lot of times, this argument has been made a lot of times, but uh, if not wanting to date a trans person makes you um, transphobic, then what is not wanting to date a guy make you? Or what is not wanting to date a woman makes you, you know? And things along that line. Uh, you're essentially saying that hom- um, homosexual people are, you know, uh, anti-women and lesbians are anti-men, things like that. Um, you know, you can obviously see the <laughs> problem with this. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time getting the words out. I'm so sorry, but uh, you can obviously see the problem in this. You know, the problem in this specific logic, and that's really the, tra- the message I think they're trying to get across to us that, you know, not wanting to date a trans person is transphobic, and that uh, really shouldn't and doesn't make any sense at all. We are nearing the end, don't worry. I'm so sorry you had to hear my voice for the entirety of this whole podcast. I apologize, but I assure you, it will be much more exciting, much more voices, and much more opinions on the show next week. Um, you know, and you know, to end off, kind of close off. Uh, it's kind of you know weird anchoring a show by myself, but to close off, I'd like to leave you with this quote. It's in my bio on Instagram, superstraight.ca. But um, the quote reads: "The more society drifts from the truth, the more we'll hate those who speak it." Now you can interpret this however you want it, uh, but the way I read it is. The more our morals and priorities shift to things of lesser importance, the more we'll dislike and, you know, speak out against those who, you know, stand for things that should remain important. And as I leave you with that quote, I would just like to remind everyone listening that the super straight does not stand for anti-trans or hate towards any transgender person. We stand for sort of the same morals as the LGBTQ community, loving who you want to love. And, you know, we won't stop until everyone knows that that's what we're about and everyone can accept us for who we are. As I say this, I don't want you guys sending any hate or, you know, negativity towards any anti-super straight, super phobes or LGBTQ persons um, after this podcast, because I don't want to be the, you know, one guy that influenced all of this. And then there's just a bunch of, you know, mean, um, unkind stuff happening to people of that community. But uh, I really hope that you're having an awesome day that uh, you haven't been struggling too much in life lately and if you have find someone to talk to find something to love to do because you know life isn't forever 
You only get a short while, and I hope you make the most out of it. My name is Nick Doe. Signing off for this episode, and I was very excited to be your host for today. Uh, I'll see you all next week with a brand new, more invigorating, more exciting, and you know, definitely more loud, <laughs> more loud episode of Super Street today. I hope you'll be back with us, and I hope you'll enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed this one as well. Um, sorry, it was kind of you know, darting in every direction. Uh, I couldn't really, you know, nail it down. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Whether or not you agree with our movement, I appreciate you for checking out the podcast and. There will be more. There's always more to come. Thank you so much.